Let Us Be Idiots, the weekly podcast and audio circus hosted by yours truly, Matteo Pascale. And you better believe it's that time of year again. The best of episode of 2022. It's a bit different this year. Instead of this year just playing clips, I'll be presenting two interviews, as you can see in the description box and information box on this podcast, and four clips I thought were the best of 2022. If you're a frequent listener and you're asking yourself, Mateo, why are you replaying the Herschel Walker clip segment? It's because it's one of my best ones. I think like maybe three weeks ago during a runoff for the Senate election of Herschel Walker, I, I uploaded by itself the Herschel Walker Speaks Like Family Guy's Floyd Weatherton clip to YouTube by itself. And that got around within a week right after the election happened from election day to end around 450 views, and on TikTok, around 2,000 plus. And a lot of people privately messaged me saying it was one of the best segments that I've ever thought of. I'm truly proud of that segment, just how original and ridiculous and absolutely funny it is. So for segment clip number one, I'll be playing that. I've been thinking a lot lately how to satirize properly Herschel Walker, the guy who's running for the Senate from Georgia. I've been trying to brainstorm for the past two weeks very hard. Something within me came out that was just magic. Because I'm always watching reruns of Family Guy or streaming it. And I realized he sounds exactly like the Family Guy character Floyd Weatherton, the heavyweight champion. So I edited together some of the craziest remarks from... Herschel Walker and spliced them together, trying to make almost like an interview situation with Family Guy's character Floyd Weatherton. But I just think overall it works better as an expose of how punch drunk both of them are. <laughs> anyway, so I'll, I'll let that rip for you. I, I think that they are they are going to have they are going to be fighting Deirdre's last fight in the contrast to the later one is going to be better better than usually. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. But right now, I think people need leaders that's going to go to Washington and represent them. Cain, Kia, Abel. Well, uh, the match lasted about up, up until the particular inaccuracy, particular unusually that that should be the ultimate determinant factor in about the 12 round experience. Heart of a champion margarine hat. You know, and uh, you know, and that's the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women that's looking at uh, just social media? What about doing that, looking into things like that, and we can stop that that way? But yet they want to just continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And, and I, I think there's more things we need to look into. This has been happening for years. And the way we stop it, by putting money into the mental health field, by putting money into uh, other departments rather than departments that want to take away your rights. I have a strong headache when I go to sleep and wake up. We've got an administration that, that, that they're not leaders. You know, I think they got to remember that the song Michael Jackson said, the man in the mirror, you got to look at yourself and see what's going on. A broken promise is a lot like a child's pinwheel. You have to be yourself or at least within the confines. At one time, science said man came from apes. If that is true, why are there still apes? My Puerto Rican wife got fat. Anyway, you know, like, each clip going down the list is going to get its own narration and little commentary in between. I'm a huge fan of the film of Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler, the Shafty Brothers. And a, a while ago this year, or this year, 2022, I wrote a script and wanted to make it into a sketch. 
about Uncut Gems, but it never really got to happen. So, but I had my friend, a great comedian, um, Brett Raybould. I booked him on my podcast and we did a script reading of Uncut Gems, my version, parroting his uh, cryptocurrency, um, Brett coin, which is a real thing you should invest in. And, um, Basically, the script I wrote is exactly word for word uh, of Howie Ratner's rant to Kevin Garnett, and I think I just think it, it it's hysterical because I basically changed all the pronouns and um, verbs to um, to basically being around Brett and his cryptocurrency sales, and it just works as a sketch. So that is now, pres- I'll be presenting segment clip number two. I, a few months ago, wrote this sketch on uh, um, Final Draft. I was going to send it to you, but it never did. I thought you would kind of get weirded out by it. It's a collabor. It's my sketch I wrote in it. I plan on directing and shooting. I actually got talked to the guy who was the office space we're going to film it in, and he's willing to do uh-huh. it, but I thought you would get weird about it because it's your product. It's titled Uncut Gems to Brett Coin Edition. Wow. Uncut gems, okay. And I would like us to do a script reading over. I'm gonna. Oh shit! Here we go. All right. Wow. Hold on. This isn't gonna be one of your mad dash fantasies where my character has to say a bunch of offensive words. Is no, it? no, 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 nothing, no, nothing like that. You see the screen? All right. Yeah. It's a full. Okay, let me go. Who am I? Howie or Br- I'm Brett? I'm, you're Brett. You're you're playing yourself. I'm Howie. And who's Howie? Mandel? No, I'm Howie. Howie Ratner from Uncut Gems. Okay. You want to fucking get rich off of the Brett coin cryptocurrency, right? I see you out there fucking on podcasts all day grinding. Let's see what you think, what they think on Reddit. Reddit has to say. Let's take a look. Wait, wait. Are you seriously making your case with Reddit? Look, 30 different people think your cryptocurrency is a Ponzi scheme. I don't pay attention to anything on Reddit. Two people currently debating if you're going to eventually start hoarding gold. Some people are predicting you're going to get busted by the IRS. These, yeah, listen, these clowns don't know anything about it. Doesn't that make you want to fucking kill them? Doesn't that make you want to fucking say, fuck you for doubting me? Doesn't that make you want to step on Elon Musk's fucking neck? Come on, Brady. This is me. This is how I win. End scene? Yeah, that was the sketch. Bro, uh, first off, I mean, that was a good impression of him. Yeah. Um, mainly that you used a lot of the F-bombs. No, but that's, I copied the script. Oh, really? Yeah, I just replaced the verbs and pronouns. And then added the word Breckcoin. Yeah, instead of money. Okay, um, basically for segment clip number three is again starring Brett Raybould, but on a different episode. We, I, rec- I have a book and play frequently on this podcast, we'll just be idiots. And in this particular episode um, that he was on, I did clip is from, he had a segment where he was talking about his personal beefs with pronouns. I don't think what he said is that controversial, even though it sounds like it's going to be, but I think it's actually quite reasonable if you listen to it. So I'm going to let that present itself. Can I tell you one thing about pronouns that grinds my gears? What? I do not like, hear me out, yeah. when a woman writes that their pronouns are she slash they. Yes, I hate I know, it. It's what the hate, fuck? fuck? You just need two of them? Yeah, I know. Fuck no, this. Pick one, motherfucker. Exactly. What, what are you, boy? You did both. You don't no, need like two out of three. You How are you 
jumping for the matrix. Yeah, you're. What are you? You're two. What? How? You got. You're one. And you're then either and she or they. they. Or gay. Uh, yeah. And I, you know what? I also hate when men who are straight put their pronouns. Which ones? When men who are straight men. Yeah, heterosexual. You, you if you're gay, it's an orientation. And no, I know, but like. A straight guy shouldn't say my pronouns are he slash him because <laughs> I think you're attacking someone specifically who we know. No, I've just seen it done. Yeah, that's like, I have. It's yo, so bad. Straight, it's so bad. And you're putting he him and you're straight. I'm, I don't do straight it. Straight up, you're gay. I don't, do I don't know what you want me to tell you. I, I don't do it. I don't do it. I don't know. You don't. I, I don't. But do you it. because it's just like that's not what we do. Straight guys, we're straight. If you call me gay, I'm straight. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Call me gay. <laughs> well, if you get my pronouns oh, wrong, I'm a straight guy. I don't care. I know. Straight guys are not supposed to care about this shit because <sighs> some of this shit is a religion. I know it is. It's not a religion that welcomes me into it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut it right here. <laughs> are you cutting now? I just hit record. Is that all right? You can't cut it on that. <laughs> Yo, they don't want me. And when I say they, I mean she slash they. <laughs> Is this offensive? No, I don't know. I, don't, I think no, it's not. It's not. But is it's this going to surface I, if I ever somehow succeed? Sure. Oh, Let's say it is. Whatever. I'll take credit for it. Until yeah, well, you can't take credit for my jokes. No, but I say it's on me. It's my platform. All right. It's your platform. If anyone's mad, tail Pascale. <laughs> you know what? SNL, take away him as a full-time cast member. I already fucking acknowledge that Shane Gillis is like a hero. Uh, they're, they're not giving it to me. Mm, well, you know what? That's not why they're not giving it. <laughs> <laughs> Segment clip number four, which is um kind of interesting. It's basically Matt Marin, the creator and host of Comedy Fight Club, talking about and giving a deep dive details about the NHL team, the Islanders. Because I was at the time when I had him on the show, was thinking about him quite frequently as a New York City team, and he really clarified that stuff up. You're the right person to ask this. When it comes to city sports, why does everyone forget the Islanders as a team? Uh, well, because they're more Long Island than New York City. Okay, okay. Um, they tried to, uh, like, it's a little bit like a small market team almost, because when you're in Long Island, it doesn't feel like the way New York City teams feel. No, it doesn't. I'm no. a big Yankees fan also. It's not like you walk around and see Yankees plays. In Long Island, everyone in Long Island, a lot of people have a story about like just being in a deli and seeing a guy in the Islanders hanging okay, out. Okay, in the deli. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's a little more small town, diehard fans. They tried to pick up some of the New York City fans by playing their games at Barclays Center for a few years, but nobody in Brooklyn gives a shit about hockey. <laughs> it just made it more inconvenient for the people from Long Island who wanted to come to watch the game. I, I it really answered my question because I kept Googling that shit and nothing was coming up. Yeah. No, yeah. It, Long Island has enough people uh, that it feels kind of like uh, if you go like some other teams that are in smaller markets that have like a diehard fan base, it has a little bit of that feel to it. Like the old Nassau Coliseum, I used to go to games there all the time. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's a dump, but it's our dump. And it feels special to us. I, I haven't sure been. They have a new build. They have a new building out there. I haven't been to yet, but uh, it's in Long Island, so I'm sure it'll still have kind of like that hometown, small town feel to it. Sure, I, I wouldn't know. I've never been there. Yeah, there's a lot of Long Island pride. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, I, I'm honestly. sure there is. I spent I'm a lot of time in Long Island. I spent <laughs> enough time in Long Island. I'm not sure why they have so much pride, but they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not pro or against it. I'm just. Uh... 
what, what's the word accepting of it. But yeah, it is interesting because the Jets and Giants get all the like New York City cred, but they play in Jersey. I know. Yeah, it's true. And I was just thinking other teams. I don't know. The Buffalo Bills are going to Super Bowl, right? They what? Are the Bills going to Super Bowl or not? No, they lost. The okay, Super Bowl I, I, the, I don't follow. It's the Los Angeles Rams and Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I have, uh, <laughs> Cincinnati not- has a similar small town type thing. Everyone in Cincinnati loves the Bengals. That's good. Like it's not a big market. Like it's not Los Angeles or Chicago or New York. So it's, yeah. uh, it's a little more of a feeling like the Islanders have in Long Island. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good callback. I don't really know much about that particular sport of football. My first favorite Let Us Be Idiots interview of 2022 is the recurring appearance, second appearance, to two-year follow-up appearance of from Tommy Daddy Tom Marie, Staten Island local legend, New York City local legend, painter, actor, performance artist, all the way around New York City legends, now presenting best interview of 2021, number one, featuring Tommy Daddy Tom Ree. Uh, 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 Tommy Daddy, uh, what have you been up to since the last time we've uh, talked on this podcast, which has been about two years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. I, I've been busy. Okay. You know, yeah, pretty much the whole two years. I've been trying to get into my iPad. You know? Yeah, like drawing wise or painting? No, I, I forgot my password. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell you the truth, uh, 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 Steve, uh, Steve Jobs, you know? Yeah. What he about passed him? away, God, God rest his soul, right? Yeah. About- <laughs> He's still trying to get into heaven. Oh, what is that? He forgot his password. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just saying. yeah, yeah. I got the jugger trying to make. Yeah. So, uh, uh anyway, uh, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were saying? Uh, I no, nothing. Uh, yo, uh, Tommy Daddy. Um, who, who am I speaking to? Mateo, you know, the guy who. Oh, Mateo, you sound so different in uh, on the phone. So illuminating. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I just want to. Uh, you've been any, any new acting roles lately since we last spoke? Yeah, yeah, I've I've been working on the uh, I don't know I've been working on this thing. Ben, ben, basically, a lot of stuff was put on hold that whole two years. You know. Yes, I I'm aware. Yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah, and I have a uh, I have a uh, 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 stage read coming up in okay. a big venue, but they they don't want to uh, let on to which venue it is yet. But I'll let you guys know. And it's a really really cool uh, uh, role that I got. Um, a uh, uh, what do you call a desert storm uh, mental patient in a what do you call it in a home? What do you oh, call it? Uh, you know, hospital, right? thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I was working on back then. Well, now at least we're finally getting to do things in, in virtual, uh, real, not virtual. Oh, that's yeah. that's uh, fantastic for you. Um, uh, you're doing, a and real- I'm working on my own production business. Oh wow, that's good for you. Um, really good. So you're working on stuff. Um, what do you plan on producing? Uh, like films, shorts, TV, all that, and uh, oh, okay. also, also uh, art gallery business, and um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, sketch comedy, and uh, uh, with the music, 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 mm-hmm. so music videos as well. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, do you have any ideas where you're going to station a gallery borough wise? Uh, not not sure yet. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, so far coming out of New York, uh, basically, 
But what I was going to say is, um, I since I spoke to you last, and um, you announced me as the alpha artist, you know? What? And I said, you, 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 you pitched me as the alpha artist last time I was with you. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, the Mateo gave me that name. And but matter of fact, basically, I've had a hard time in the art world being an alpha artist. Yeah. Where people, uh, they would never um, invite me to their uh, artist community gigs, you know? Uh, and so, yeah, I was just stage bombing, you know? Oh, uh, of course. That's what I thought you would. I couldn't hear what yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah. I thought like the title alpha artist has and does suit you very much. Yeah, and you know, it, like I say, now, I mean, since you brought it up, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to own that shit, because, yeah, I have all these type of people that feel in some kind of way, but uh, they don't even want to dress my art, you know, they just want to dress the human being, and you know what, as a human being, I'm like everybody else, you know, I just don't give a fuck. Have you thought about putting your, um, now, this is a suggestion, also half yeah. question. Putting uh, yeah. your art to T-shirts or design for clothing? Yes, I've been working on that. And uh, I keep running in, into uh, a dead ends because of the amount of ink that I want when you do artwork and stuff yeah. like that. You can only have up to seven or something like that. And I'm working on that part. I'm in the process of that right now. That, that, I have some really cool... Man, I have some really cool ones. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to gift you guys with some of them to, to wear on your thing. I got this really cool... Um, yeah. I have the, I have this like um, it's like an emoji type of guy, but he's he's still he's high as fuck. You know that that's a um, how is it like drawn like style wise? Oh, it's like he's got like these like really like sleepy eyes, really like uh, bloodshot eyes. Yeah, and he's he it's a token emoji. You know, I call him a token emoji. You know, and not not like he's a token brother, but you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Uh, I was yeah. actually thinking subway tokens. Yeah, shit like that. But anyway, uh, he's taking a puff on the thing, and so he's got he's got like a big stogie in his mouth, with, you know, with, with the ganja. Yes. And um, and there's a little puff coming out on the other side. Yeah. And it's real cool. Um, I um you see, um, so basically, um, I was trying to after I had you on the first time that show you were on, um, uh, hmm. mob something. I tried looking for the streaming for it. Uh, I couldn't find it, but I did watch Jamaican Mafia. Oh, okay. You, you know they cut out all my all my lines, and all I got is that one part. Did you Did you get that? I did. I, I did see it. It's very short, it's like maybe like a minute, I think, time wise. Yeah, and like I was coming into like um, this Italian restaurant in, in Little Italy. Uh, uh -huh. Begins with a P. I uh, forget. I forget what the hell the name was. You know, and I'm coming in. They got Italian music. Da, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, party yeah. and stuff like that. And I got a lot of lines like that. And then they only kept the one where I'm like, huh, 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 where I'm showing the uh, the dead head in the box, yeah. which we wait all day for the artist to bring that. And uh, I, I hooked them up with the uh, my my African friend, which I met in college. That was a pretty good um with with my mob boss, you know. Yeah. And it was a pretty good uh, gist. I mean, it was a lot of sex and the reggae music and uh I, and uh violence yeah it's i honestly prefer that for like a low budget gangster film compared to a lot of the newer ones i've seen yeah i definitely put jamaican mafia on like the top of like may like on the list i'm at least i'm thinking of in my head 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, keep in touch with these cats. We do stuff. We try to do a a TV series a, a while back, but uh, I mean, they given the, the you know the notoriety they had, we we were packing um movie theaters. You know, we rented out the movie theaters yeah. and shit. And um, but uh, they they didn't want to pay. F- we did the the uh, episode. You know, they didn't want to pay for the other nine episodes. So we said, fuck it. You know, I mean. Oh, wait, You're a legitimate company. They were a legitimate TV station in Jamaica, not this country, you know? Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, not Queens. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, so, wait, the, J- J- the Jamaican TV company uh, uh, made how many episodes, you said? No, they were supposed to. They were supposed to? Okay. We, we had, I was already set up for the pilot, you know? Yeah, yeah I got it. And and I, I was just badass in there, you know? And um, they... Uh, they didn't want to pay for the other nine episodes. It wasn't fair to my my my, my producer friends and uh, and all that, you know. Yeah. But um, they they uh, we we didn't want to go through the budget, you know. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get. If you like saying. what we got, you know, take it, you know, and, and start paying so so the actors can get paid. That's all. No, I I got what you're saying. The second time, I, I the first time yeah. you said I was losing the plot. Oh yeah, I got you. Every everybody everybody gotta gotta eat, you know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So wait, I want to get back to the series on uh, Mob. Something you did uh, for uh, was a streaming series, I think. Yeah, Mob Mentality. Yes, I looked everywhere to stream it, and I couldn't find it. Is it ever re- released digitally? They haven't released it yet, but um, they, there's a lot of trailers out. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, and I might be in one of the trailers where uh, um, I coming out of the bathroom, pulling my zipper up. And yeah. a gun in the other hand. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. I, I didn't see yeah, that trailer, yeah. but uh, continue. Yeah, it's it's a number of them. I'll see if I can find it for you. Thank you. But, Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I'll talk to the people. Actually, um, the, now check this out. The woman that uh did that um uh that organized and and, and filmed and produced this this uh, and wrote this mob play is actually a a uh. Uh, a, a, a black female, yeah, and she's she's African. She's one of my peoples. Yeah. Um, what do you call her? She actually has a is also uh, running a a, a, a comedy uh, uh, an open mic, but for only comedy in Spanish Harlem. Yeah, you guys should come check it out. I think I've been there. Is it at a venue called Duck Something? No, no, no. This. Oh, yes, yeah, that's the one in Brooklyn. She was doing that one too, but. This one, this one is called, uh, it's called, uh, good vibes only. Okay. And it's, uh, they don't sell any, um, they don't serve any liquor. It's all, it's all marijuana ganja. Oh, I got it. Okay. I, oh, I think I did hear about this recently. Yeah. It's fairly new. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I popped in one time. It's good. Uh, two weeks, yeah, two weeks ago, I'll be back there again. Do you, when you but, go there, do you often perform? Or yes, yes, that's oh. the only time I go. Yeah, oh, that's, that's it must be a spectacle to see you high while performing. <laughs> it, it's something. Everybody's high up in that motherfucker. Uh, I know. I, I can picture it. <laughs> so, um, I was watching well, a lot of your paintings. Besides, like celebrities, like like what is like what is, like when you're not painting a celebrity. Or like a famous uh, uh, personality. What do you paint besides that? 
Okay. Well, number one is the uh, reason why I get a lot of celebrities is because I was painting live and um, in the Lower East Side yeah. in this club. And that's what they they had a they had a thing. So every month, okay, everybody we're doing Michael Jackson this week. It's his birthday. Oh, I got No, or he died today. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like that. But I I rather go on and do my own things anyway, and that's why I do in my studio. Um, matter of fact, I did get oh yeah, so uh, I did get into digital a little bit lately. Okay, that's cool. And, what um, for? Yeah. Uh, with, um. I started off with uh, 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 Illustrator, Photoshop, Photoshop. Uh, yeah, I okay, got it. And I just learned how to manipulate things and do art with it, you know. And uh, and then I just got the the Procreate on my iPad. But um, I I you know I'm old school. I would take a picture. I would sketch it in my book, take a picture of it, and then bring it in and work on it. You know. Yeah, yeah, old school. Yeah, and I could also work on it from there and uh, arrange it. And um, now I've gone on to that, and I, I have a whole, what do you call this, um, uh, the, the people are selling in the internet now. Uh, oh, uh, NFTs? Yeah, NFT. I got a whole series. My, my son-in-law came up to me with, uh, 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 you, want, you should do an NFT. And, uh, this is, it's called, uh, my idea is uh, Laughing Lion. So instead of, uh, you know, everybody's bored with the ape, right? Oh, everyone is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is the laughing lion, and um, should I should put it out while it's still Leo season, and uh, I finished it already. It's it's about about four images, but you know they all vary around the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Do you make? Uh, it's pretty cool. Have you made any yeah. money off these NFTs? I I have I haven't uh, set up the wallet yet. I'm about to do that. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you see, you know, and people ripping each other up on that. So I don't know. I'll just get it out there anyway. Maybe I get a little exposure. You know, uh, there was a comic I know who sold one who made it like about ten thousand, just like, like not not even trying, just randomly got it for making. Yeah, money. yeah. He, he like he was trying to be as like dumb as possible with it. He yeah. put it up there as a joke and immediately sold. See that? Okay. And uh, and how did he know it was going to be ten thousand? He put a price on it. No, it was he put it as an auction, and people just kept bidding, and it went up and up and up. Oh, that's an idea. Okay, okay. So my other images, I do, I I paint like uh, what's on my head. You know, what I'm saying like I, yeah. I I like to do something totally original. You know. Yeah. I mean, you look into my paintings; it might take you a while before you see some shit I put in there. You know, it's like there's a lot going on in there. Oh, obviously, I've seen your Instagram page. It's a there's a lot of um, colors in each uh, paint piece. Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, as you look into it, you you see more things going on. Like like one of the one of the recent ones I did, what uh, I call it drip, drift. You said drip, drip. Okay, drip. And the paint is dripping on this woman's nipples, but she's not a real woman. She's just coming out of. She's not in the pool. She's coming out of buckets of spilled paint. Okay. So it's kind of like. When you're in an alpha state and you're and the artist goes to sleep and the whole room is in an alpha state, and uh, that's when the imagination takes off. I can yeah, I can picture it in my head, sort of. Yeah, it's so like she, the, she, the woman's like silhouette, like lining like a cartoon is made from paint dripping. Yes. Okay, that that and, and the clear. paint is dripping right on her nipples to cover her nipples. That seems like it can be when you finish it. I'll love to see it on your Instagram. Oh, I finished it. It's on there somewhere. Oh, definitely check it after I yeah. upload this. Yeah. And uh, and the paintbrush is dancing and uh, dripping on her and stuff. And there's graffiti on the wall. And and uh, 
and the lettering is my style of graffiti letters, which is kind of sexual, you know? Yeah, I guess I've, I've seen some of your stuff. Um, yeah. would you say like with the color scheme of your paintings that like Disney movies are an influence? Oh, Disney was always an influence to me, but okay. you know, uh, yeah, I, I do like loud colors and, yeah. uh, and, and well, my, my, my line work is pretty, I don't know. It, it, you can tell my work from somebody else's, you know? No, absolutely. It, but I, the colors from your stuff always remind me of Disney, early Disney at least. Okay, well, yeah, kind of kind of basic colors and little spin-offs. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, red, yellow, blue, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, yeah. Um, and um, so, like, I, I remember multiple people told me you're a musician as well. What, what do you play musically? Um, hold on a second. Okay. Let me see the next room here. I was waiting for the air conditioning to kick in in my studio. <laughs> um, what? I'm sorry. What was the question again? Oh, um, uh, people have told me uh, that you're also musically trained. I was like, what instruments do you play? Okay, I started off with the uh, percussion. Percussion, okay, drums. Uh, drums, drums uh, yes. I learned from Henry Adler. Guy's got to be dead by now. He's Probably. Well, um, yeah, he he was. He was like in his 80s when I met him. Wow. And you know what he reminded me of? And he used to act like that too. One of them old Henny Youngman type Jewish comedians. Okay, he, I, I, can, like, I can picture it. Like he's teaching me something on the sticks, you know? Like we stick in it, you know? And, and, and he'd be like, um, he'd say, uh, you know why we're doing that? And I said, I don't know. He says, he says the government. And then it ha something happens again. He goes, you know why we did that? I said, government? He goes, no, federal. He was never, you know, he was always a, a funny man. Always throwing me off. You know? With the one line as well. The whole fucking uh, episode of uh, uh, Train. Yeah, um, the whole episode of what you said? Hmm? Uh, you said the whole episode of why I, I, I couldn't Oh, hear no, it. no. The whole, the whole time we're sitting there with two snare drums in a room the size of a closet. Okay. Up on 47th Street, uh, 47th Street was where the stores were, and 46th Street, yeah, 46th Street. And I stopped into, what was it, Sam Ash or something like that, and I bought a drum set back in the 70s. I said, you got a drum book or a teacher to go with this? And they gave me, they sent me to him, they gave me the book that he wrote, and uh, and I got the teacher. That's so good, that's really bad. good. So the, yeah. So the, the, when I write, I have the uh, the rhythm of the the syllables and stuff because uh, basically I'm a lyricist. Okay. Wondering, um, when you bought the drum set, did the guy you were referring to work at the music store? No, no, no. He's an old ass motherfucker. Oh, okay. He, he was around when they started making uh, when they first assembled drum sets. He was working in the coal mines around the country and stuff like that, uh, performing for people. And that's the time they, they decided to put, actually, all the drums were separate, played by different people. And then around that early years, in the early 1900s, they decided to assemble them and make them a drum set. That's very interesting. So that guy you worked with invented that technique of the set. Yes, he's the original guy. And not only that, uh, he was down with Buddy Rich. And uh, I'm sure you heard of him. I think I have. Buddy Rich could not write, and uh, that's the first book I got. And uh, so my teacher Henry Adler uh, uh, wrote the book for him. And Buddy Buddy Rich could kick ass with the chops, you know. Yeah. But 
but he didn't know how to to read and write music. And a lot of my friends, they don't do that, but they're really fucking excellent with it because it's the feeling you got. A lot of people that read, they're like, oh, could you put that on a skip? No, man, just, you don't get it, you know? You got to be able to have both, you know? Yeah, I get completely what you're saying. Mm. I'm going to let you rattle off any of the final words. We have five minutes left, and I'm going to give it to you, the last five of the show. Yeah, all right. Uh, So basically... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to move forward. I've been internet fasting for a while. I haven't been on here. I haven't put much art up or any anything lately. Uh, purposely, I was just, I call it internet fasting. Mm-hmm. You know? Give my mind a break, whatever like that. You know, and every once in a while I'll pop in and check out some ass, you know, and, and get the fuck off. But uh, that's even a waste of time. So uh, the real world is where it's at. But I'm going to get more into it. And uh, take it to the next level because this is where your audience is, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, and as we all know, in, the, in this virtual world, uh, you know, we could we could reach the whole goddamn world with it. It's a beautiful thing. It is. You know. And uh, stick with what you do. I know you love what you do, and that's the best thing. And imagine, imagine doing what you love to do, and you do it just for the love of it. The money comes later. And you can do, you go from zero to hero. The thing is, if you're doing what you love to do and you actually make money at it, that's living. I would agree. You know? Yeah. So basically, that's that's it. I'm doing what I love to do. You know, so many other things in life have passed me by, you know. And I don't know. I've, I've lived them so much. And then now I'm doing what I love to do. You know? I could, uh. Uh, spit for you a little poetry about about my life. Oh, please do, please do, absolutely, please. Okay, it's called Act One. <clears throat> I don't know if I did this one for you guys yet. No, you haven't. <clears throat> it's hard to believe I once had a life with a house full of love of kids and a wife, my business, my house, American dream, my interracial babies. My African queen. Life took a turn for the worst, of course. House caught fire, bankruptcy, divorce. Jumped off a roof, broke both of my heels. Now stand alone, you know how that feels. Life can be good till you falls in a ditch. Tried to get up and scream like a bitch. Now I lays low, treat to myself. Fear may fall, the lack of wealth. Means by no means king in the street. It's getting cold and I miss the heat. Met a real good girl. Love on the low. My struggle continues, so I let a bitch go. Still writing my story the end. I don't know. My struggle continues with nothing to show. How are you doing, stranger? Bitch, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm okay. Uh, I gotta go. I know one day I'll be back on my feet, feeling no pain because my lady's so sweet, alone on this stage from the left of my chest. Looking forward, all the best. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave you with that. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I gotta, uh, I'm going to end the episode here, but what do you have to plug for your, the audience? Uh, I will be at that uh, 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 Good Vibes. Mm-hmm. In, in in Spanish Harlem, okay. Uh, probably probably uh, uh, this week coming on a, a Sunday. It's every Sunday about six o'clock. 
Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, for a couple of hours, you know. And then, uh, you, oh, there's a number. The whole audience is comedians, and they all pop up and sit down, and it's pretty cool. And uh, like I say, it's all ganja up in there. And then uh, I, I got I got the uh, the thing coming. I got the, uh, uh, um, it's called, um, hold on a second, the, uh, the episode I was talking about. It's called Odysseus Lost. You oh, know? That sounds great. What is it? Yeah, and that's that's the one where where, where uh the guy uh he 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 he's into his uh character so much, he's in drama school, he's into his character so much that that he becomes the guy and he to to the form of lunacy, you know? And then he shows up to, he meets this other girl and uh, and he says, Oh, you're my Penelope and shit like that and then then he shows up in an apartment and uh, and she mazes him and calls the nine one one. And next, you know, he locks, he gets locked up, and he meets a cat like me in there, which is some kind of some kind of uh, guy from uh, from the sticks. And uh, I'm about to fuck him up, but uh, I don't want to let on much more. But basically, they start running the whole fucking uh, mental institution. That sounds like a very good picture if it uh, when it gets released. Huh? I'm saying, when, oh, um, are you still shooting that, or is it done? Oh no no, we're not shooting it. This this is starting off theater, but I think oh, wow, okay. that, that definitely needs to be sounds shot. that definitely sounds like a good interesting play you're in. Oh, it's the shit. And 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 and, and this guy that's the crazy guy, uh, uh, he gets the whole all the nut jobs in there. He gets them under his they all like relax and they're all under his control and and, and the people run the place like what, what the fuck are you doing here? You know, because so he gets them using their imagination, which is something that kids do, and um, it works in the mental institution. Oh, yeah. And, and it's pretty cool. Uh, that has been this week's episode of Let Us Be Idiots with Tommy, Daddy, Tom, <laughs> Ray, Ray. Um, uh, Ray. Right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Means King of Italian, Mr. Pasquale. Thank you. And this has been yeah. another installment of Let Us Be Idiots. I'm going to cut it. Good night. All right, brother. For my favorite interview of Let Us Be Idiots of 2022, my number two pick is a bit of a cop-out because it combines both appearances of Steve Stoll. He was on two different episodes six months apart from each other. To refresh everyone's memory and all the listeners of his show, Steve Stoll is, the, is a film director and the creator and operator of the Bizarro Land and Bizarro Nasty Film Festival. And I'm honestly a huge uh admire of what he's done with work-wise and not like besides that we get along over like digitally i'm very uh impressed by what he's done with his film festival for the last few years maybe a decade i can't really remember but anyway regarding why my number two favorite interview of my podcast for number um for the year 2022 is a bit of a cop-out because he was on two different episodes but it edited them as one interview together so like you pick it works as a, a segment i guess and they go hand in hand together so flawlessly. So, uh, introducing the combined appearances from Steve Stoll as number two best interview segment for Let Us Be Idiots on the, of the year 2022. Uh, yeah, okay, we're on. <laughs> Steve, uh, Noel, uh, can you explain like what your festival is? Yeah, it's so. I mean, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> I guess the easy explanation is it's a it's a fest for like weird movies. The like, problem all, all with genre? that. Oh, yeah, any genre. Yeah, okay. I'll take anything. Um, I the problem is, I guess, that like one, you know, when I say weird movies, uh, it depends. Wh whatever you picture kind of depends on what you've already seen. So, like, 
if the if you've only ever seen movies in you know the regal cinemas or something like that you've only ever seen those big budget uh or wide release movies and i say weird movies what do you think you think i don't know like like what's the weirdest thing a24 tricks yeah yeah okay so there's that's that's starting to get onto it sure um but like uh there's this whole other world of weird movies that once you've seen stuff like like eraser head or holy mountain or something like that you know uh your whole vocabulary for what weird is just opens up completely so like most people uh when they when they hear about my festival the first thing they think is it must be like it must be some kind of torture porn festival for horror movies and i'm like no, i've been no, to no, those no, no. and they're awful they're, it's the worst man like i i uh, i've had my own movies get accepted at festivals and then i went and traveled to them and it's like oh this is nothing but movies where naked women have their breasts flayed off with chainsaws okay well this is not really my thing no uh, it's the, not my it's bag the lowest budget looking thing also yeah. yeah it looks like these it's so weird because on the on the back end like on the festival side um people submit their movies and they always there's a bunch of details and stuff so like i look at the movies and i'm like man that looks like it was filmed with one of those old camcorders my dad used to use and then i look at the back end and it's like oh yeah we shot this on a red i'm like oh Okay, well, you clearly have no idea what you're doing with that camera. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, they always look How many bad. years has your festival been around? I mean, I got curious about it. Uh, Steve Gerard. I actually am friends with him in person. Oh, and wow. He, okay. uh, he uh, tagged something both of us in. Yeah. That's what I found out about you. Oh, that's cool. I was wondering about that because, like, uh, we just had our sixth year last uh, this December, okay. last month. That was our that was year six. Uh, I'm already you know, prepping for year seven, um, changing things around a little bit. I'm changing the name. That's, that's a, that's, I think the name has been kind of like, I'm not, I'm not mad. Um, I just, I feel like the name has given too many people the impression that it is a horror festival. Yeah. Like, cause that's what they think when they hear sick and wrong. Um, and I don't want, I don't want them. It's not that, you know? So, no. uh, I mean, I love horror movies, but like, yeah, yeah, so do I. It has to be, you know, if it's going to come to the festival, like I said earlier, you mentioned I have, we take any genre for real, yeah. take any genre, but it's got to have something just beyond weird in it, you know, something, something upsetting, something bizarre that, like, uh, you know, you don't see in regular movies. Do you often uh, your films to get like uh, um, uh, entered in your festival? Do they often get on the no budget film list, like website? No, um, there's okay, so um. I don't have any budget requirements. Like sometimes we get movies yeah. in that are like super cheap. You know, you could tell they were filmed over yeah. the weekend or something. And then sometimes, I don't know why, but sometimes we get these people who've made like, I don't know, they had grants or something and they have like a $500,000 movie and they submit it to my festival. And I'm like, I, thanks. I don't know why you submitted this. I don't know how you found me out, but uh, yeah, I don't have any requirements for it. Um, I've definitely played movies from the whole range. Like I've played the zero yeah. budget movies and I've played the expensive professional movies too. I just like, like if it's, if it's weird, I don't really care what you shot it on. I don't care where it was made. I just, uh, I want yeah. the good stuff, you know? How did COVID like the pandemic uh, differ, like the movie production stuff? Like how did it like, yeah. look different? Like I, I, I wouldn't know. So no, it was a big deal. So like in 2020, uh, I was planning originally to do it in May and I wound up pushing it off because I didn't want to go online. Everybody was going online. Sunday, uh, the whole the, thing online. I was all yeah, the whole thing's online. And um, so I was really resistant, but eventually I got around to it because I was sitting on all these movies and I was like, you know, I felt like I was doing the filmmakers a disservice. Like I needed to show their movies. So I decided to go online. And uh, the first thing I did was I talked to all the filmmakers. Like I didn't yeah, play should. any you, you movies. Get the permission. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I only brought in the ones who, who wanted it. Um, but we did it 
it actually, I was really super pleased with how it turned out because uh, we did, uh, I had the program up for a whole week and I scheduled as many live events like this as possible. So like, I think we had fucking 25 live streams during that one week. Uh, and it was, it was great. Like, it's not ideal. Obviously you want to be no. in person, but like, you know, I'm in Orlando during the regular years, people can't just fly out to Orlando. No, they can't. No, like this it, right? is what makes Zoom user as a professional tool. Yeah, absolutely. I got to talk with so many more filmmakers than I usually do in 2020. So uh, that was great. Like I learned a lot that year in this past year, last month, I also had an online program, but I think I learned, I learned a lot um, and things are going to be big. Uh, they're going to be pretty different next year or the, in 2022. You know, it's um, interesting. Like, like, I'm trained professionally background-wise animation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yeah, I saw some of your stop-motion stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, like, over the years, like, I've gotten to really distaste the art form itself. I, mm -hmm. I think just, like, directing video, like, comedy sketches more now. Yeah, yeah. My own evolution, I don't know. Because I feel like the, uh, the, the time it goes into animation is so mm -hmm. massive for such a little payoff, it turns me off now. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen like I get I every year I get stop motion in the festival yeah. and I, I love watching it. But like the idea of spending 18 months, like move the thing, film it, move the thing. Film yeah, it, yeah. Move, I, it, I couldn't do it. Like personally, I couldn't do it. I don't have it in me. Uh, so I admire anybody who can do it and make Thank it look you. good. So how, how many pictures have you directed yourself? Um, I so what am I looking at? I think I think I've done 10 short films. Okay. Um, I produced one feature with a couple other people and I'm producing another one right now, but it feels a little weird because those are kind of like anthology pieces where a bunch of people are working on them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I've directed, I think, 10 shorts right now, at least 10 that I'm willing to show people. Do you, what do you <laughs> or maybe like two festival, that I'm willing to show festivals. people. A second. Do you premiere them in your festival, other festivals? No, 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 no. I only do it at other festivals. I feel like it's, it makes me feel kind of queasy about putting my own thing in the festival. Like yeah. it just seems like uh, I went to a festival. I, I'm not going to name names, but no, I went to a no, no, one. please don't. <laughs> but I went to this one festival, and it was it was it was kind of a crappy festival, whatever. But I noticed all day long there were these like six or eight names that would pop up in every set of credits, and I realized oh, I they recycled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just doing the same. It's like it's like a bunch of friends. They get together and they make movies and they show what they did that year. And if you do that, like that's fine. Do whatever you want. But like, put that fucking on the description, right? Like a lot of people like me s spent money to submit our films to this thing. Yeah, a lot. And then it wound up just being a big like friend fest, like a big watch party for all these, these this like six or eight, this group of friends. And I'm like, yeah. this has been, you guys are dicks, you know? And, I'm uh, swearing a lot. Is that okay? I didn't No, I don't ask. care. Like I've had okay. to, like, do you know how many Italian weirdos again on here say the N-word and I have to edit out <laughs> oh, something Jesus. ridiculously? I'm not I'll try to control myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a little behind the scenes information for the listeners. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, well, so, um, uh... well, with um, your like, like, um, I'm trying to words, I'm trying to look at my nose, but I was like, with your film production, do you see it like, um, like, how, like, do you see it ever going corporate, like, in any direction? So, I think uh, the likely answer is no. I okay. think that, like, just the stuff that I like to make is so weird and the stuff that I like to show at the festival is so weird that it just doesn't I don't think I don't see any future in like I don't think this is ever going to make me any money well adult however swim, maybe I it would be nice it would like this year there was a little bit of money left over after the festival was over and that's the first time in six years oh, it's wow. ever happened <laughs> um I will say that like 
you know, if fucking Pepsi offered me $10 million to run the festival, I'd be like, okay, done. I'm in. Yeah, of <laughs> you course. You, well, how would you be to deny that? Right. Seriously. Like I, I would love to just, I would love for this thing not to cost me a ton of money every okay. year, but uh, uh, I just, I just don't think it's going to be possible. I, I don't even know how to find sponsors, man. I've been trying to reach out to, you know, it's hard. I don't it's, know. Real, it's hard. I try <laughs> yeah. for the comedy shows. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a nightmare, man. I know. Like, Cause I don't have anything to offer. It's like, I guess if I were, I read that if you're a, um, if you're a nonprofit, yeah. then sponsors can write off the money they give you. Yeah. But that's being, what people do uh, for comedy. It, do that, yeah. Yeah, but becoming a nonprofit is a fucking nightmare, man. With all the paperwork and the, the you have to form a corporation and shit. That sounds awful. I it's, haven't figured it out yet. It takes up to people on average shortest time three years. Jesus, Jesus. I should have started six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like, like, direct, like, what is your like style you like most and weird mm-hmm. over the genre? Oh man, so you mentioned Steve, uh. Yeah. He made a movie. Uh, well, he finished a movie last year. <laughs> I think he started making it six years ago or something, but he finished a movie last year called floaters.com. And uh, we had that in the festival this year. And it was, it was just, it's like a perfect encapsulation of everything that I want the festival to be. It's like weird and it's really well shot. And he's got this, all this stop motion animation in it. And it's just, yeah, I've only seen clips. I've never seen the whole thing. Oh, it's so good, man. I, I, know. I don't know if you want to bug him to let, let you watch it or something, but it's really good. But like, if I were going to, when I'm programming the festival, I think the easiest way is to like mention movies that I would put in it if they had ever come to me, you know? Okay. Um, so like I mentioned uh, Eraserhead, Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain's a good one. Holy Mountain, um, I have it on DVD and Blu-ray. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. Like it is. I, I think Jodorowsky might be a piece of shit, <laughs> but I know movies... I know the stories. I, I don't know if they're true or not, but I know the stories. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like uh, I, you know, I watch these things and it doesn't. I don't watch them in ways that would like enrich the creator. So I feel yeah, like I maybe it's okay, but it's also a fucking squirrely topic that nobody knows. What... Like Hitchcock. Everybody yeah, exactly. Loves like, and a, a Stanley Cooper, he has rumors too. Yeah, but such scumbags. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. If it's it's easier if they're dead, right? Like with Hitchcock. Yeah, pretty much if they're dead, yeah. it's, their deeds are done with them. Right, right. So let's hope. Let's like maybe Jodorowsky will die. <laughs> we'll get to enjoy his yeah, movies. Yeah, that's, a, that's a chance. But like, <sighs> did you see uh, "Sorry to Bother You" by uh, Boots Right or Boots Shit with Boots Riley? Is that his name? Yes, um, I anyway. saw, it, but I for some reason don't remember most of it. Oh my God. It's so good. Like it's, that's exactly kind of my vibe. Like he had a lot of trouble getting that movie made because it was so bizarre. You know, I don't spoil the second half of it, but like the movie goes off the rails in the second half. And it's I saw the beautiful. whole thing. I don't yeah. really, for some reason I saw it during the pandemic and it's not yeah, sticking. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. I, it's worth a watch. I would, I would okay. recommend go back and watch it. Like I would, uh, I would definitely, uh, after you're saying this, re- do a second watch with it. I'll just say, I'll just say one word horse oh i know i know i know know. (laughs) so that's what that's the kind of thing i love where it's like you can't pin it down you know it's not it's something that sort of defies your expectations uh like uh there's this movie uh the greasy strangler that came out a couple years ago was it i loved uh it was um i know uh, elijah wood's company produced it yeah i know yeah Um, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah and and um like when you hear the name, the greasy strangler and you see the, you see the trailer for it, you think, okay, this is going to be a a weird slasher flick. And I guess it is a weird slasher flick, but there's so much more going on in that movie, especially like it's got this ending that, that, that just, I don't know. It almost feels sort of like philosophical to me. And I, I love that kind of mixing where uh, um, I I think if I were going to, 
if I were going to pin down one thing that really gets my juices running, it's yeah. when a movie takes a, an absurd premise, but treats it with dead seriousness. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you, did you see A24's a- Lamb? Which, oh, I did see Lamb. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that was really good and <laughs> that bizarre. Wild. That was pretty wild. I, I, I think about like, uh, did you ever see The Lobster? Yeah. The Lobster is so great. It's a movie where if you describe it, somebody would think it's just a, a comedy, right? Like, oh, if you're if you're single for a month, they turn you into an animal, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I know. Yet, the seriousness that they approached that movie with that uh, that movie with was just incredible. And that's what I love. If you take something that sounds fucking goofy, if you say it out in words, but yeah. then you treat it like like you're making, you know, I don't know, an Orson Welles movie or something like that. Yeah. That that that's that's like a perfect trigger for me. I love that. No, I just I'm just thinking that like you know, with the A24, and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't feel also right now thinking about like like more weird films that are cringe. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you? So there's an old movie from the '90s that I love to point at um, called The Dark Backward. If you haven't I think seen, I've that, seen it, I, think. I would dig that. Yeah, it's got like um, uh, Judd Nelson and and Bill Paxton and. Uh, Judd Nelson plays this this um, struggling stand-up comic who suddenly has. Oh, I did has, see it. Yeah, yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, he's got the arm growing out of his back. Yeah, uh, it's fucking amazing. I love that movie. I love that movie so much. That's totally my vibe for the festival. If you want to know what the festival's yeah. all about, <laughs> take a, take a look at Dark Back. Would you want to accept a new film made by Tommy Wiseau? No, oh, God. <laughs> um, I mean, ooh, like I've only so I saw The Room. Yeah, and then I saw parts of. Um, he did something else afterwards. He did three things after that. I haven't seen anything he's done after that, but I looked at it and it just it just looks kind of painful. I don't know. It I is. guess like I would I, I like it so, though. Yeah. I like the I painful would, feeling. Yeah. I would for sure uh I would I, if he submitted something, I would definitely look at it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It would and, definitely make you money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess people, oh, you got the new Tommy Wiseau movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh that might be I, you know, I had a uh, um the first feature we ever had was this movie called Assholes by a guy named Peter Vack. Never heard uh, of it. Uh, yeah, it's it. it's wild. It's it's about this couple who they start dating because they're like they both have herpes, so they figure, okay, I guess we'll just date each other since we already have herpes, you know. But then it just, they end up in this kind of like weird uh, uh, downward spiral and they end up summoning a shit demon out of one of their asses. And uh, oh, I saw uh, the, the, the uh, clips of it on your website. That was, yeah, it's so yeah, good. It was so weird. Like the, <laughs> shit, the, the way the shit demon looked. Yeah. it's And then the weirdest fucking thing about it, like the weirdest fucking thing about it is that the, the director is also a character in the movie and his character's sister is played by his real life sister, and their parents are played by their real life parents, and their That's psychiatrist like is played by the real going life on. psychiatrist, huh? There's like some Eddie Murphy stuff going yeah, on. It's fucking bizarre, man. I can't imagine what their life is like after this movie. But it's like Peter Vack and Betsy Brown, and it's just uh, Jack Dunphy's in it. It's wild, man. I would, I would record. I would uh, I definitely. Recommend it's called that assholes. One. That's called assholes. Yeah, I'm definitely um, watching it. I, what, vinegar what syndrome what just released it. On? Uh, it's well it's uh, i don't know if it's streaming anywhere but vinegar syndrome just released a blu-ray of it oh cool cool yeah it's it's a sweet blu-ray too it's one of those slip case things i thought i had it right there i'd show you you don't have it i'll definitely google it (laughs) i guess we're not yeah it's a podcast right (laughs) yeah exactly i don't even i don't even i like i have a program that the audio is never even picked up i mean the video (laughs) it's just the audio yeah Well, then your your listeners can't tell that I'm I'm uh, uh, nude in my hot tub while we're uh, talking right now. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, um, no, what's, what was I saying? Uh, 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 something I was going to ask you something about, like, uh, um, fuck, oh, what was it? I got sidetracked with the hot tub thing. Yeah, Steve's a Steve's a stand up, right? Like yes. you and uh, yeah, okay, yes. yeah. He's booked uh, me I uh, think three different times. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have finally, I, I think Steve's stuff met is him. hysterical. Oh, did you see Walk Up? Yeah, that is the movie. Like, I I don't know. This is maybe sounds too dramatic, but my festival exists because of Walk Up. Like for oh, real. How come? I saw that. I was at so in 2013, I guess I started uh, volunteering at this festival down here called Florida Film Festival, and it's a it. big one. It's yeah. one of these like Oscar qualifying deals, you know. But they had a midnight short program, and I I went to that as a volunteer. Uh, you get to watch movies for free, so I went to the I went to the program, and Wad Up was the first movie in the program, and like it's only two and a half minutes. You've seen it. It's, yeah, I've seen it. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody should go look it up. It broke my fucking brain. Like I just, it, I just melted out of my ears. I was like, "This is." I never knew a movie could be something like this, you know. And then there's a plenty. Of, they have a, a plenty of great movies in their in their midnight program at Florida. But like that was the one that really broke the seal for me. And I was like, I want a festival that, that is you nothing want that but this. To be a thing. I want that. The whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's, and so like, uh, that's, you know, um, I started making movies uh, in that kind of vein. And then I decided I wanted to see other people's stuff. So I was like, fuck it. I'll make a festival. It seems like something you can just do. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, did you go to film school or self-taught? <laughs> so I'm going to be a little squirrely here. I went okay. to, okay. I went to a place that calls itself a film school, but I have a lot of strong mixed emotions about it. Okay. <laughs> it's, I think most it's, people would. Yeah, like not it, your case, but about situations like so, because there are a lot of them. Right, right, right. There's a lot of places like I, I feel like uh, I feel like it was a mistake. I can't, you know, when I'm being honest with myself, I can't really blame the school. Uh, I, yeah. I get angry because I still have fucking student loans that I'm dealing with. But the, the fact is, like, I think uh, you learn more by just doing stuff, you know, no, like, absolutely. Uh, just fucking get a camera and start shooting stuff. And you know, show it to people who are going to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. Like don't show it to your mom. My mom loves everything I've ever done because she's going to, because she's my mom. But like, yeah. you need people who are going to be like, well, I don't, I don't get this. You know, why, why does it look like this? I, my take on it is I would advise to people, if you're going to do it, just post it anonymously on the internet first. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I, that's a little dangerous because people on the internet love to hate everything. Right. Oh, they just, yeah, fucking, yeah. just whatever it is, it's just go, it's the worst thing in the world. That's not the worst thing. It's in the not world, the worst. You know? <laughs> Always, when I was thinking like internet anonymous, like I wasn't really thinking, I was thinking more Vimeo. Vimeo is oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a higher platform. Right. Like, yeah, Vimeo would be a better place if you wanted to test something out. You're going to get slightly more constructive stuff on Vimeo just because not everybody even knows about it. Uh, but if you want it, if all you want is views, yeah, it's you YouTube. Go YouTube. <laughs> it's YouTube. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. It's the worst, man. I hate it so much. I don't know. I hate all of it. Uh, like a fucking social media. I was, I was off. Like I deleted, not just deactivated. I deleted my my Facebook account for like four or five years. But then when I went to start the festival, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna need some free advertising. Where's you the best get a place website to do that? like you have? Yeah. So I got the website. website and then at I jumped- this point, is like a good piece of property to own. It is. I just don't think, I don't know how to get people to go to it. Like back in the nineties, people would always go straight to websites, but these days it's like people only look at the web through like Reddit or through, you know, Facebook. You gotta, or you gotta like, like, get, like everyone's doing this in comedy and film in New York. You mm-hmm. got everything for Instagram and put the link directly to your website. The first thing you do in everything. your Instagram bot. Yeah. 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 
yeah yeah i need to redo all that shit i'm so bad at media uh, marketing you know the social media stuff <laughs> i yeah. don't know who's good at it i don't I know, know they like, kind of are if you have a successful festival like just, yeah like, I, I, we've done it for six years so i, I must be getting something right you know? yeah like i found out about it and i'm, I'm definitely want to go in the future oh that's fantastic yeah we finally got um the uh so th- it's gonna sound so fucking cheap but 2021 was the first year we were in actual theater yeah, okay. like it's always been in these little like art spaces but last year we were in the theater and uh we haven't signed the contract yet but uh i did talk to the theater again and they've given us the dates for next year too so we'll be in that's the really good again. that's good I'm really for you. excited that's a step up. it's it's so gorgeous it's so so much better you know like you know i've done it where it's like I got the projector sitting on a table in the middle of the room and I always feel like a piece of shit doing that. But like uh, when you're in the theater and there's like seats and people can get popcorn or whatever, it's like, Oh, this is legit. This is a, yeah, this yeah, is that's a, a legit, well, that's a, like a big, yeah. like that's your like, like one level up kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I've uh, evolved. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, so like when you're festival, because I moved here, did they actually print mm-hmm. tickets out with the names on the like stuff? So most um, this past year, for sure, I did it like all the sales were were electronic. Like we did it all. Yeah, online. I know. Yeah. So the, um, yeah, the program to film in there. Right? Like, the, the cool thing was, though, that like because we were at a Cinemark, which is, a, a yeah. you know, a theater, you know, what am I saying? Dumbass. Um, but we we're at this theater and they put even though we're sitting in the middle of City Walk uh, down to Universal Studios or Universal yeah. Resort, they put Sick and Wrong up on the marquee display. <laughs> and I felt so legit. I was like, that's awesome. Did you, did you <laughs> get photos of that? You better have gotten photos of that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know yeah, guys that have shit like that in the city and like they don't ever think about doing video or photos of it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've i done that. Like I've been, you know, we've had like from 2020, even though yeah. 2020 was online, so I couldn't take photos with the camera but i didn't get like a single screenshot of any of our interactions i didn't get any of that stuff and i feel like a dumbass now like i got it all like you can go watch the hour and a half video or whatever but nobody's gonna do that right no. like <laughs> there's no real evidence that the the movie the festival took place in 2020 but 2020 is a weird year it is i feel like with the with the long videos there's two ways to do it you keep the long form for mm-hmm. yourself like un, like unlisted on some website and then you upload publicly like a in the bridge video. yeah like a like a five ten minute bridge version yeah that's what i should do i just like uh i i always edit my movies uh, most of the time and i just fucking hate editing so much oh i love it it's meditative <laughs> yeah I, I love people like that like i love having people around who are who are that kind of person but it's definitely not me okay uh what, what do you use for as your editor <laughs> i i've been using premiere um just because it's like it's something i have access to but like i'm getting I don't know. I'm feeling a little sick of it. I, I was thinking about trying to get into Resolve because I like Resolve for the color and Resolve's yeah. editor. I don't do a lot of fancy editing. Like I never use After Effects because I'm not fancy. I can't like I, if I can't move something around in Premiere, I'm probably not going to do the effect. You know, so I don't even uh, I use After Effects. I pretty much get everything I need editing wise. And just like if I need it, like a CGI thing, I'll just look for a CGI thing. I'd like, like pull it down from stock or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like easy. Yeah. I got, I, I have friends who just live inside After Effects. Like they have these, you know, 40 layer like compositions. 40 layers moves oh, like that. It's, oh, it's too much. It just gives me anxiety to look at it. <laughs> does as well as me does do. <laughs> yeah, it's tense. I've been thinking a lot like, um, what, where do you see, like, where do you see the festival in five years or like 10? Five, like five 10 years. 10. I, so I, I did cross a big milestone this last year of getting into a theater. That was a big deal for me. Um, 
I don't know, man. This is like, it's a tough question because I've been fantasizing about it. You know, I've been trying to fantasize yeah. ideally because I work a day job and, and it okay. sucks. It's, it's dumb. And, uh, but it, it, you know, feeds me and pays my rent or whatever, but like, it would be nice if I could somehow transform the festival into a full-time job. Right. Um, I mean, it's already close to full-time, but it doesn't yeah. pay me. I get no money out of it, you know? Um, but I, I have so much trouble even envisioning, I don't know what that looks like. You know, I don't know how it becomes a job. Like, I don't know how to make people, how to make it pay, you know, because every, I make all a, the, can I give a small suggestion? Yeah, please. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow yeah. just use Patreon anyway to like, you, you can think of, it might help you as an advantage. Yeah. I could start like, I don't know, sharing things, uh, maybe talk with some filmmakers who are willing to yeah, pay. Like if, yeah. If their movies aren't out there or something, they could play them. That's what I'm exactly that's, thinking. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I hadn't even thought about that. That's a good idea. I, yeah. My, my goal in five or 10 years, it would be nice if I just didn't have to go to my shitty day job anymore. <laughs> I think everyone feels that way. <laughs> yeah. If, if in one year I didn't have to go, that'd be cool too. Okay. <laughs> do, uh, like, like, I want to talk about um, this. Uh, do you like also like, like, would you accept hypothetically foreign films as well? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we've had we've had foreign films every year of the festival, actually. Oh, really? uh, I, so uh, I get these movies from Finland every year uh -huh. and something is in the water up in Finland because those filmmakers are fucking crazy, man. OK, um, they always they always send some weird stuff. And the cool thing is um, Finland, the government, they have this this deal where like like if a Finnish filmmaker gets their movie into a festival in the U.S. and the festival agrees to put them up in a hotel or something like that, then Finland, the government will actually fly the filmmaker over to the U S for the festival. So I've had Finnish filmmakers come to the festival a couple of years in a row, just because the government kind of pays for them to do it. I just had to put them up in a shitty hotel. <laughs> like a motel or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I put them in some scummy places, but they're, they, you know, they were, they were appreciative. They, they no, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, is there any other country like it repeatedly submits besides Finland? Besides Finland, like um, like, top, I, like like you know like top level, like yeah yeah, you know Belgium has got some good stuff Belgium, coming okay. too. Yeah, Belgium, uh, Belgium's, and that makes me feel good because I, I kind of I spent a couple of years in Belgium when I was a kid, and so it just gives me a, a little thrill to get stuff from Belgium. But there's some good stuff coming out of Belgium too. Um, the the really like the British people will make some fucked up stuff too. They actually get they do. To, yes, they do. <laughs> they get super into that kind of hardcore horror thing. And I, I can't know. play a lot of it, but like, uh, I see some stuff coming out of the UK and I'm like, wow, this is intense. But the, the, the fins are, are, I think the biggest for like the, the weirdo stuff. Um, I think also I keep, like comes to mind South Korea. I haven't gotten a lot of Asian stuff. I, I want more Asian stuff. There's a, uh, there's a, an animation house in, indonesia out in jakarta uh, -huh. uh called percolate galactic and i've had a couple of their movies they're incredible they have a lot of great stuff and uh, I'm, i've heard the name from um, yeah. obscured reference but i'm i because i really like the movie to raid redemption from indonesia yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. they had those people work on that film oh did they that's awesome yeah that's how yeah, I, know they do I, I haven't seen stuff. any of their animation though we had a movie this year from them called Rendang of Death. And I didn't know what Rendang was. It's like no. an Asian beef dish. I don't <laughs> like, know what it It's fucking wild. The movie's on. Uh, I think they have it up on YouTube. Uh, I think it's out for the public. But yeah, wow. the group is called Percolate Galactic. And they make some wild stuff. I love their stuff. The only thing I know they did, those guys, per se, was Raid and Raid 2. Yeah. And that yeah, is yeah. a great film. 
Yeah, no. yeah. That's some intense stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was a year, like I had these two Finnish films in the festival and one of the filmmakers came, you know, flew over here. Yeah. And both these films won awards, right? And I, my award, I don't know if you've seen it. It's this big, heavy fucking sculpted thing. Yeah. It's this big tentacle with the panties on it, you know? Um, and it's heavy and I hate mailing it because it's so expensive. So I was totally joking when I was talking to one of these filmmakers. I'm like, hey, I know you're in Finland and uh, there's this other guy who won an award in Finland too. Maybe you could go give it to him. And he's like, oh yeah, I totally know that guy. We share a studio. And I was like, holy shit, I was just kidding. I guess all you guys do know each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we're, we're... 60 bucks that year. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And uh, we're our, all the episodes are always exactly 30 minutes. What's your last minute okay. of final words? Oh God. Um, uh, Jesus, watch something out of Finland, man. Find some Finnish movies, everybody. There's a, a feature called Euthanizer that's amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, just go look that up. <laughs> go, look, go, go watch Euthanizer. I'm going to cut Euthanizer. it. I'm going to cut it. Uh, oh, infected. Fuck, oh, God damn it. Now my, <laughs> we got to restart that over. Okay, no worries. Oh, fuck. The, the recorder just went out. Anyway, as it was previous, the rec- this is a great start. Sorry. Anyway, so Steve, the last time since we spoke, your episode did incredibly well. To recap what I previously said, because the episode went out, I started my own festival to basically promote people who I think can be the next Jadapata because I'm sick of his work. <laughs> I don't mean it in an insulting way. I just find a lot of his stuff to be boring now. No, it, it's, it's exactly what happens. Whenever somebody, whenever somebody's style blows up, you know, there's like... Uh, the whole the whole genre gets sort of saturated with uh, uh, copycats, people just doing the same kind of thing because that's what blew up for one person, so it must be what works for everybody. And eventually you just reach this point where everything is the fucking same and you're like, all right, give me something new. I'm, ty- I'm, I'm tired of this. I want something new. I think the same thing happened like after, you know, I don't know, Animal House. Like there was this for yeah. years, there's just the same kind of comedy over and over and over. And now... Like young people will look at Ama- Animal House and be like, "What was so special about this?" You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Well, you didn't you didn't see it when it first hit or whatever." Do you mind if I tell you a very short? Uh, I only got one submission this year, and oh, when yeah. I viewed it, was forty five minutes. And I was like, "I oh, cannot God. play this." It's yeah, not because it's it was like, bad; yeah. it's because I had like yeah. when I was viewing it, there was something mm-hmm. very not on screen, something that disturbed me about it. And I was like, "I," and I oh, yeah. couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> Yeah, far away. Like what? <laughs> it was basically like this guy made a forty-five minute film about a bunch of dialogue. It was mm-hmm. like like people meeting up with each other um, to sell weed in New Orleans. Okay. Very well shot, very well budget, but the dialogue and the way it was like scripted kept reminding me of Adult Swim's Children's Hospital. Oh yeah. 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 So they're just like doing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> Yeah, I get that out there. There are these things that I get over and over and over. It's like, um, you know, people send people send like, for instance, they send a lot of horror movies to me, which okay. kind of uh, I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. Yeah, I, do you know why. why yeah. I know why. <laughs> but they send a lot of horror movies to me. And then like, you know, I'll get this string of two dozen horror movies in a row where the whole story is there's some like innocent looking woman and then this sketchy looking dude kind of corners her somewhere. And then suddenly the woman turns into a monster or a vampire or something and kills him. And it's like, okay, I've seen this big twist 
nine million fucking times now the innocent sweet looking woman turns out to be the monster okay guys i get it what are you what are you what are you saying here what's was there also like a blockbuster movie like that with that woman in italy who turned into some demon like oh yeah yeah uh, spring right yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when yeah spring yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at least at least you could say about that that like that happened early and then it turned out the story was really about him kind of still being into her because he's yeah. sort of a uh, desperate loser type, but anyway, at least yeah, that wasn't that Roger, whole oh, movie. I remember mm. Roger Ebert said when he reviewed that on his television, like at the oh, movies, yeah. for that kind of genre, he found it extremely progressive. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it's something you don't see much of, and I think we have a, a natural inclination, especially I don't know, uh, I. I sort of give too much credit to something I see that I haven't seen in a while or that I haven't seen before. And then maybe a year later, two years later, I'll sort of roll it around in my head and be like, you know what? That was kind of crap, but it, I hadn't seen it before. And so that made me happy. Very true. Very true statement. To, uh, I guess it can apply to a lot of people like books and shit or mm -hmm. albums. Yeah, yeah th <laughs> there's that that uh, that point. And I don't think I've reached it yet, but I'm terrified of reaching that point where like, I have all the music I'll need for the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be one of those grumpy old dudes who's like, why do they have to have new bands? You know, I want to keep hearing new stuff, but sometimes I just hear, you know, like the whole genre of, uh, of, uh, um, Oh, who are those fucking, ah, oh, damn it. I can't remember. There's this whole, like, uh, the, this whole like world of of new rappers that were coming up on one particular site. God damn, I can't. Remember. Oh, SoundCloud. 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 Yeah, yeah, I knew exactly yeah. where we were going with that. Yeah, I love those guys. They're all and dead. it's like I I don't yeah they're all fucking god yeah. But I'm like I don't want to be the grumpy old asshole who's yeah. like you kids are their music. But I'm like this is not this is not this is not connecting with me at all. If I if I gotten too old, is my brain too calcified? I've, I've noticed point? within comedy like. You're around a lot of people at different ages. Mm -hmm. Everyone over 29 cannot get into that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a young person's game. Yeah, this, this, oh yeah, this whole music thing. <laughs> I was like, so like the last time we talked, do you have any new recommendations of bizarre films you've seen? Not in your festival, just in general. Just in general, yeah. Uh, oh shit, uh, probably. Like I get so I, I don't know. I probably complained about this last time, and I, I sound like a some kind of elitist tool. Um, but I get so like up to my eyeballs. I spend all my time watching film submissions that I don't get to like watch recreational stuff okay. very much. And uh, so I, you know, I've seen uh, a, a whole bunch of movies, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then I realize, oh shit, well, nobody can watch that yet. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a a festival thing. But I'm looking at my diary, and I'm cheating right now. I'm totally cheating right I now. I'm looking at yeah. my uh, my letterbox diary, and recently I watched. Um, this thing called uh, the scary of 61st. Oh, that, look, that sounds interesting. Yeah, that that's fucking wild. It's about uh, it's a uh, um, uh, of course, I'm not going to remember who directed it. It doesn't uh, matter. Just tell us the plot. More. But yeah, it's about these these two young women who end up renting a house uh, somewhere in New York City. And I would I would say the neighborhood, except that I don't know shit about New York City. So I'll just sound like a jackass. <laughs> What's it look like? What's the name? <laughs> it's, it's, like it's like a, it's like an old brownstone or something. OK, but that it could be several out, neighborhoods. Several. It could be. Yeah, but this this other girl shows up at the house and is like telling them that this was one of Epstein's torture dungeon houses okay and uh they these two uh this 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 uh crazy girl came up off the street and one of the girls who lived in the house they sort of end up spiraling together into this this downward uh descent into madness thinking that um 
seeing that there's like they're seeing ghosts of the women that Epstein killed in this house and stuff like that. And it's just fucking crazy. It is like it is. Is it, a, good? It is is it already effects good? Yeah, no, it's oh, okay, great. Okay, it's okay, fantastic. Yeah. It's the there's a Blu-ray out from uh, Vinegar Syndrome. That's where I, I bought I'm it. I'm definitely um, going to check out a Blu-ray. I'm really enjoying really Blu-rays good. and butter and DVDs now. It's got it's got this actor. Uh, her name is Betsy Brown, and like I don't know her personally, uh, but everything she's been in has been fucking wild, and I've loved it. Like I had a movie with her at the festival okay. the second year. She was my uh, she was the star, uh, one of the stars of um, our first feature, which was called Assholes. That was her and Jack. Yeah, Tom I got Fables. the Blu-ray. Of it. I actually Dude. watched it. Loved it love that so much the then the year two years after that we had a movie that she started in called fingerilla and i think that's one of, of these it's so wild i don't know how you can find it because i don't even have a copy of it but no, it's I, like i don't have shot it but i've, seen, VHS. Clip, I've yeah. seen clips on youtube yeah yeah it's it's like i think um zach strum directed it and uh um uh mika vassal produced it but like it's so wild it's 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 all lo-fi shot on vhs and then like a bunch of cheap computer edits and stuff and this this girl like gives birth and the the devil steals her child and so she goes off to try i don't know it's wild uh so if you could di- if you can try anybody when i'm re-listening man. and editing this i'm gonna google that shit like beyond <laughs> to the end of the earth it is wild it is absolutely i mean to ask yeah. you like you went to like are you you're all about weird films and bizarre films mm-hmm. because you're a festival do you like i also have a hobby of d- digging into weird literature as well mm-hmm yeah, I like uh so it's been okay, I can uh, <laughs> I will confess I haven't read a book in a while. Okay, okay. A lot of people, uh, you're not but, the first on that podcast on this podcast to say that. <laughs> you just say I do like I do like, you know, and I don't know, this is going to sound douchey as shit, well, okay. but like I like those books that they consider there's like a whole list of books that that people will call hard reads. Uh and Oh, yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times they're just like super long. Like I read Gravity's Rainbow and I honestly loved Gravity's Rainbow by Thomas Pynchon. But then I also read like, uh, um, I'm a big fan of Naked Lunch. Naked Lunch is a, is a good read. I think it's a movie at this point. It is. It is. It's a Cronenberg movie. But yeah. Cronenberg, like it's a great movie. It's a, it's, I, I, I love it so much. Peter Weller is probably my Jesus. But like uh, the, the, the movie... Cronenberg decided to do this weird meta thing where he made the movie about the book, but also about the writing of the book. And I have uh, not seen it in like three years, so like I don't oh, really so remember. it's so good, man. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, I just I just love everything Cronenberg does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the book is crazy too because like the first time you read the book, it's so chopped up and weird that you'll be like, "Have I read this before?" And it's only just because you know the the it it kind of brings you to this sort of weird hypnotic state. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I don't know. What, what about you? You got recommendations? Uh, yeah, anything literature? like um, uh, um, um, there's this really bizarre underground, uh, biz- basically bizarre music artist called Momus, and he has nine okay. uh, about like nine or ten published books. I think his best really? one is called Un American. Un American. Okay, I, I haven't heard of this. I have to check. I have to yeah. check this out. What's the what's the what's the elevator pitch? What's the synopsis? Um, this line? guy is like a janitor for university in the deep south. He goes into okay. a diner every morning, orders the same thing. A guy sits down and starts ranting him, and and, and and the more he's talking, the less he's ranting, the more calm he gets. And he says, "I'm God, and I'm going to give you a journey to make you a new prophet." <laughs> All right, <laughs> and it's called Un-American. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm in. You've you, you've hooked me. I'll take a look at this. It's on Amazon. <laughs> you can definitely get it there. Yeah. 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 Uh, cool. Um, so like I, I, being a film aficionado like ourselves, like do you do you at all like are you into the uh, Criterion collections at all? Uh, 
I, you know, I used to spend money on Criterion. It's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I used to spend money on Criterion stuff, and I do occasionally still get into that. But now, um, when I'm buying, when I'm dumping money on expensive uh, yeah. uh, physical media, I'm going to places like Vinegar Syndrome okay. or um, Severin Films. Or uh, like, there's this place called Second Sight. But yeah, I've just I, I do, giving I fucking do Second Sight a lot. They teamed up yeah. a few years ago for Ben and Planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I just keep dumping all my money into Vinegar Syndrome. Okay. <laughs> I got so much shit from Vinegar Syndrome. It's, it's embarrassing, really. Like, I just what? ordered a Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse! Right, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> What, what, what's yeah. the people who do Toxic Avenger? I always forget their title. Oh, Troma. Yeah, yeah, yeah Troma. They have good stuff. They have some stuff. I, they, you know, honestly, I don't want to. I, I don't want to bash a guy either, but I know. I don't want to bash. Like it's they, they, they put out, they put out interesting things, and that's yeah. good. They keep doing it, but I, I think I, I'm more lean toward their their older catalog these days. I absolutely agree. They're like one yeah. of their best <laughs> films I have on a Blu-ray is called Trash Talk. Trash talk. Okay. Yeah. 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 That like people <laughs> turning into like goo, like, like slime zombies <laughs> in New York city. I love, I love, they call them like body melt movies. I love that shit where it's yeah. just weird disintegrating garbage, you know, that's my, pretty much uh, what it's about. My, my short film, um, the Jerry show is on trauma now on the website. Okay. You know, if anybody's got trauma now, go, go watch that and I'll get 18 cents out of it or something. Like <laughs> okay. That. I'm definitely <laughs> no, going to make, okay. make a free account just to watch your stuff. Just to, <laughs> I want to point out, I, I, that sounds like a bash. Uh, honestly, it's not. you know, I've fucked around with a couple of different distributors. Troma is the only distributor that has ever actually sent me a check. So, you know, good on fucking Troma. All right. Uh, that's, that, thumbs that, up to that's Troma. That's good on their part. I've gotten some royalties from Spotify, but not. Mm. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I hear Spotify's not uh, <laughs> not gonna make anybody rich unless they're already rich. Like Joe Rogan, like yeah, uh, oh, fucking Joe Rogan. I know, I hate him so much. <laughs> I, I, anyway, I was gonna say, um, did you hear about this at all? Uh, you being a kind of like film producer and stuff, that like Netflix is reaching out to festivals and stuff like small ones. Oh, they haven't reached out to me. That's for sure. No, but you can apply. I'm saying they have a website where yeah? you can apply. Yeah, would you I don't be into know. That? No, I I don't know shit, man. I'll look this up because like I I'm in year seven now. And I'm still fucking the only, like, I'm alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one doing anything. I'm, like, trying to figure out all the graphic design myself. You know, usually you do a great I, job. Uh, you really do. Well, I, I got a cop out this year. Uh, I got a, I got a, usually, and this is going to piss some people off. Uh, I usually hire an artist each year. Okay. But this year I've been, I've been super fucking broke. And I started digging into, like, AI art, you know? Okay. No, and if it works, so just, it works, and it does for you. Yes, it saved me a bunch of money. I know. <laughs> I just like punch up some AI art of, of, with a you know a bunch of weird prompts specifically for the festival, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm running with that. That's what we're doing now. That's cool. That's, at least you're saving money and making money at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't made a profit yet. One no, of these I, days. You know maybe, what I mean. Maybe by year twenty, I'll make okay. a profit. <laughs> so, like, I want to ask like, year, for year one, how many submissions did you get? Yeah, okay, so the 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 answer to that, I, I wish I could just give you a quick, easy answer to that, but I did something, uh, I, I did something kind of silly in year one. Okay. Um, where I, so the answer is skewed. The answer is like a little over five hundred. But oh, wow. But 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 before, that's not impressive. Let me promise you, that is not okay. impressive because I did this thing where I was worried that I wasn't going to get submissions, so I did a week of free submissions. Oh. And if you get free submissions, people will submit literally anything. anything. Fucking anything. I, so like a, they don't yeah. look at the page at all. They're just like, oh, free? Here's my movie, you know? 
So I did get over 500 submissions, but at least half of those were just like, I won't say bad, but they were 100% inappropriate for the fest I was trying to make. They were like all these sweet little coming of age stories or like, okay. uh, I call them grandma movies because there's always like some grandma who's like going through something and, you know, uh, she's, she, uh, is that like an independent uh, subgenre? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> grandma movies. <laughs> yeah, just be careful which sites you search for oh, grandma I, I know, movies yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, but like it's it's it, you know people will submit seriously if you if you have a free category people submit fucking anything. anything. It didn't matter. They don't look at the they don't look at the the festival name. They don't look at the festival yeah. website. They don't look at it, categories. They're just like oh free here here you go. <laughs> I'm and shocked. So, I just got one and I was like I can't. Yeah. I, I thought something <laughs> yeah, no. bad would happen if I demonstrate this film. <laughs> I get these movies. I, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name people. Yeah, but, near um, my near uh, my. But uh, like last year I got a sub. Was it last year? This year? I don't even remember. Some guy said, uh, uh, speaking of comedy, cause I know you're trying to, yeah. you're trying to uh, break some new stuff in comedy. And I appreciate that. I got this guy who submitted a movie, uh, that was, um, <laughs> it was a comedy and it, and, and I swear to God, man, it is him sitting in his, it, it, he was complaining about the pandemic, right? So he's sitting in his car doing his, stand-up routine in the driver's side mirror or the the rearview mirror how old was it shot it was over two hours god damn it oh my god it's over two hours of him alone in his car shooting himself with his cell phone <laughs> oh my god and, and i'm like produced. i'm like i get it man you're 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 frustrated because everything's shut down you can't do you can't go to shows whatever you can't do your comedy <laughs> But fuck, bro, who is going to program this? This is no. two hours of you talking to yourself in your rearview mirror. Like, <laughs> That's actually very funny because I have a similar story. On a, when I was doing a Zoom call for a yeah, club, yeah. it bucked me. And I only did, I refused to do Zoom comedy because I don't practice my art form and garbage. <laughs> so if this guy gets in the club Zoom call in a Speedo in his bathtub, <laughs> uh, kind of like his face painting like a clown, just pulling props out of his tub like clown shoes, rubber chickens. <laughs> I was like, how is this going to work? Top. Yeah, how is this going to work on stage? Yeah. <laughs> it was really off when he was really like 45 people in the Zoom call just watching this shit unfold. And he was just like, just staring blankly into the screen, just pulling shit out of the bathtub. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I don't know. There's there's maybe a bigger sociological thing going on where we're all sort of seeking novelty. Right? Yes, 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 and, we are. And so, like, that's something I don't see every day. Now, is it funny? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is like all of fucking you know i just got the festival on tiktok and i hate it I mean, oh already no I no don't do that I, don't just, do that I, I i just gotta get the word out man i, I know, don't know you know, i'm I trying know. everything i tried twitter and twitter i can't stay uh, twitter's on twitter, mental illness but the problem i don't like tiktok is like, i uploaded a, a joke it had no cursing in it and like the communist party immediately took it down it was just a clean joke oh yeah they're just like, like yeah they're coming at you yeah, yeah and i was like it's, whatever it's what you get for tiktok it's gina well, Everybody, the thing I figured out on, on, and I guess this was true in Twitter, but it's even worse on TikTok because you can film yourself or whatever. But like yeah. on TikTok, everyone thinks they're funny. Yes. Everyone it's thinks awful. they're funny. It is fucking awful. Yeah. It's like they'll, they'll put some, some snippet of audio from some movie that was funny. And then it's just the video is just them standing there. And at the end, they make a facial expression. And it's like, this is garbage. You're not, there's no funny here. What is wrong with you? I feel you haven't like written a joke. It's a lot, they're trying to normalize mediocrity. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was something I, I'm I'm a really old asshole. So like I, I was mind. on the internet. I was yeah, I was on the internet in like the mid nineties and I think around yeah, yeah. like ninety-nine, two thousand, I realized, okay, well, the future of the internet is everybody's gonna have a voice. Everybody's oh, gonna yeah, be able it was, to say yeah, stuff. predestined. And and even back then I was like, is that is that good? <laughs> I don't I I I really at this point don't think it is. Anyway, <laughs> um I wanted to ask you about that, like yeah, old internet versus new internet. Like new internet oh, yeah. really has happened with like Facebook making everything the mm -hmm. same and less anonymous. Which would you yeah. prefer? Oh God, man. Okay, so I the old, and, and I know, okay, I know okay. what that sounds like. I know yeah, that sounds know, like it sounds. Like, but like when there was this thing called Web 2.0, and I was dumb when it came out. I will cop to it. I was pretty dumb when it first came out, and I thought Web 2.0 was all just like round shiny buttons and shit. But really. Web 2.0 was a was a drive toward technologies that would uh, improve interactivity. Where like if you had a website, now you could comment, you could talk, yeah. you could hear feedback from your users. I don't fucking want that. I don't either. Like like I'm a broad. Like if you like what I'm putting up on my site, you like my content. Cool, I appreciate that. I, I I'm sorry to say I don't really want to talk to you. You Neither know do I. Like. If you don't like it, not you. Then... I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking no, no, about you. I got you. I got okay. you. <laughs> but like, if people don't, you know, if people, if you go on a website now, if you go on a website, no matter what kind of site it is, and you don't like what you see, what the internet wants you to do it's is troll. to complain about it, and you could just not go there again, Me right? Like, yeah, you could just don't yeah. go there. <laughs> Instead, you're supposed about to... your website. Actually, yeah, yeah. Do you um? I know. Do you have a subscription feature in your website, like a newsletter? No, I so I have I have two I do um I have two news I have two email uh, okay. lists one for the general public who want to keep up with shit and then one specifically for filmmakers who've been in the festival like alumni filmmakers I email them the thing is I never use either of these lists okay. I'm just so bad at everything man I need an intern or something I need like some young uh, uh, TikTok star to come on and just do my shit for me because I don't know what's going on. Uh, so I just, you know, I post, I post something to the email list once a year. I'll be yeah. like, Oh shit, tickets are on sale. I guess I should, I should email everybody. And then, uh, I put, I, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do on TikTok. I'm trying to do these fucking Instagram reels because that's all Instagram wants you to do now. No, and no, I'm just not like, really. it's been 50, 50 of like flyers and reels. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't fuck. I, I hate it. I just want to post a picture and say, Hey, if you like it, come yeah, yeah, check it out. Come to my festival. <laughs> You know, you're gonna no, now I gotta now I gotta take dumb selfie videos and be like, "Hey guys!" You don't even have to do, you don't even have to do your face. You can just do like text over your voice, like voice audio, oh, yeah. with, like, text over it. Save my yeah, <laughs> save people from looking at my dumb face. I've been doing that. Like I don't want to take selfies when I have like announcements to make. I just do like yeah. audio and put it to like a meme or something. Yeah, yeah. I like so this is not this is going to sound like I'm being passive aggressive here, uh, but I, I like I like this this right now. I don't have a camera plugged in and I we're talking over Facebook Messenger, so it's by default it's video. You got this video pointed at your ceiling and your head is like down in the bottom. I love it. This is this is like this is exactly <laughs> what I want my all, all my uh fucking uh I'll reels and of TikToks to look like. <laughs> I'll take a screenshot. It's oh, good shit. stuff, man. Uh, I can't take a screenshot of it. Oh, never mind. Yeah, well, no oh, worries. I hit the wrong thing. That's why. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, fuck. Don't oh, worry about it. I don't want you to blow it up. I got it. 
Oh, there we go. Got it. got a screenshot. Perfect. This is yeah. This is this is this is my internet. This is the internet I want. It's like, <laughs> exactly. Just, you know, oh, what's on your ceiling? Okay. <laughs> well, oh, me, what, me, I thought you were talking about the static on it. Oh, like the that like stucco shit or popcorn. Yeah, it's popcorn. Like I hate it in this building so much. Oh, dude, it all of it's falling down in my house. Like it's falling down all over the place. And my my landlord is like retired, and he's the handyman. So like we call him, we're like, hey man, half the fucking ceiling fell off in the bedroom. And he's like, oh, I'm in Germany right now. I'll Ugh. be back in a month. I'm like, okay, oh the cool. fuck you. <laughs> Oh, that was awful to hear. I oh. can't complain about it, though, because he could seriously, like, the prices in my neighborhood have exploded. I'm, oh, I'm in God. Orlando. I, I, and... I take it back. I, I, yeah. praise this guy. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Like, whatever keeps him happy. As long as he doesn't, he's like, he raises our rent 100 bucks. I'm like, okay, fine. Because next door or whatever, the rent is now, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. More than what, yeah, yeah. You're like, going to be right, happy to, right. I'm, gonna, I'm announcing this right now in the podcast for a sound. I haven't said it anywhere. I actually started production for uh, a film I'm working on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about you shooting a. Oh, what are you? What are you looking at? Like a feature or short? What's what's? It's going to be a short. Table? It's a, a the script yeah. is about twelve pages. Okay. So um, around uh, like everything mapped out, storyboard, and the people I'm working with, going roughly under or about twelve minutes. It that that's not a bad. I you know like I hear you'll hear other festival runners. They'll say. The perfect festival movie is seven to ten minutes, and like I don't, I don't give a shit about I don't give that. A shit like either. I, I play movies at my festival. They're I play like, like forty minute movies, thirty two minute movies. I play a one minute movie. You know, I don't give a shit. Um, but uh, if if I, I'm not gonna like if you want any advice. Uh, yeah. The only advice I would give is sound. Like oh, I, I'm already on top of that. I, like I already okay, know. Okay, good. <laughs> I have three cameras I'm working with, and I don't want to buy a boom mic because they're ridiculous. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. have everyone mic'd up with lapel mics and use the zoom oh, like as a boom. Labs, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, you know the zoom can... recorders, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. got one of those. Um, I I love it. Like I use it for when I'm doing in-person podcasts, and um, it's just like my so favorite. Good. I, I'm so, I so I'm so shit at audio. Like personally, I'm terrible at audio, but I think audio. It's the important. Audio it's department really important. has the best gear. They have the most fun gear to play with. <laughs> I, when you like when you edit or shoot something like because you're bad audio, mm-hmm. do you triple track it or uh, at all? So I haven't shot a movie in a while. Okay. I did like uh, um, I shot the last thing I the last two things I shot were supposed to be deliberately low tech. Okay. So I just like like the last <laughs> it's a, yeah, I got it. the last thing I shot I shot on a fucking GoPro. Uh, That's just be interesting. Of, the angle and the cut why like standard. Yeah, it was like I went super wide because the point of it was it was supposed to be super weird. And uh, uh, we were doing this big, like, um, kind of an exquisite corpse movie, you know. Got it. Uh, it's it's on it's on Tubi now if anybody wants to watch it. I'll definitely weird. watch it as well. <laughs> the name is obnoxious. It's called The Transformations of the Transformations of the Doctors Jenkins. <laughs> Thank God that's an audio so I can replay it and get it right. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, quick, write it down. Uh, but and then so like that's you know, and then the thing I shot before that was another um, deliberately bad thing where like I was shooting on this old mini DV camcorder that I got back. Wait, in wait, the, wait, in a the, camcorder shoots on DVDs? No, no, mini D- these little cassette tapes. These oh, little oh okay. tapes, I was yeah. misthinking this thing. Yeah, from way back when. Yeah. Um, but before that, so if I'm doing if I'm doing like a um, a movie that I want to look good. Uh, I, audio is the one thing where I'm like actually willing to pay people to do because it's, it's, it's for important. me, it's, it's so important. I've had so many movies get tanked because of bad audio. So I hate doing it like, cause I'm broke and cheap, but yeah. like, uh, I'll pay, you know, there's this, there's this guy here in Orlando, uh, who, 
<laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll pay for for audio. Don't don't get uh, personal beefs into this. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably not going to hear this, but uh, who cares? You know, he's, he's really good at his job, but we are, we, let's say we have a uh, differences. differences. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, I knew it was going to get there. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But he is really good at his job. So if you're listening, uh, guy, I, oh, I, oh, his I, name is I, guy. Let's just, his name is guy. Yeah. <laughs> I did tell everybody you're good at your job. So don't fucking yell at me. Okay. No, um, I wasn't gonna say. I I find like I was like, I started shooting just like snippets to practice with this. We, we yeah, start yeah. shooting like for the project I'm starting um second week of October. Oh yeah. I'm practicing. I already got sound out, but I'm trying to practice. Most of the film takes place outdoors, so I'm practicing with lighting. Oh man. And I just I just decided with why I've practiced with the cameras I'm using. I'm not using lights. I'm just using the sun. Just using the sun. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I I this is a, a I um we just watched. I, was, I, I got a I got a message thread with a bunch of filmmakers and we complain about shit all the time because we're bitter old bitches. But like okay. we, we just watched some pieces of a movie that was shot mostly outdoors and we're all like sniping at it because like they didn't use ND and they didn't they didn't use uh, diffusion and they didn't throw up whatever. Uh, it's it's tough, man. I will tell you, sh- yeah. shooting outdoors in daylight is tough because you will it'll it's shocking how much like you can shoot a scene from one side. And then the ten minutes later, shoot it. from the other, and you pull it up in the edit, and it's like, what the fuck? The lighting is completely. I different. know. That's why I've been watching Barry London in slow motion. Oh yeah, you're gonna shoot on. Uh, you're gonna shoot with Zeiss lenses and and just candlelight the whole thing. <laughs> no, no, not like that. I'm just practicing how it. Like I'm not doing Zeiss lenses or candles. I'm just saying like like <laughs> yeah, yeah. studying how he had the people positioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wish you luck, man. Thank Good. You. Uh, you know, uh, I hope it works out. I really uh, do too. I have high hopes for this project i i think like yeah i don't know i i i want to direct again i got a, a short script that i've been trying to whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't um, matter you know you got... i i'm just so fucking broke man i'm, okay. I'm gonna f- max out my credit card running the festival this year i'm sorry i'm laughing this seems so <laughs> ridiculous it's like there are articles written about you and you're still not making money it's <laughs> i got nothing <laughs> it's so weird to me <laughs> anyway, you got, uh, well, you you got know anybody, like I'm going to look up this Netflix thing you mentioned because yeah, uh, they, they, <laughs> I, someone told me about it. If you're taking like, applications for festivals, who knows? You might get it, dude. I'll, I will, I will, I'll drop it on my knees, man. I'll, I'll take one in the <laughs> mouth if that's what it takes. So, anyway, you, uh, Steve, you got you got a minute left because every podcast to record someone's thirty minutes. Just take it away. Your the last minute is yours. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go selfish with it then. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna grandize. Um, this year, the uh, the Bizarre Land Film Festival, half the program is going to be in person and half the program is going to be online. Perfect. So uh, uh, I would love it if you could come out to Orlando. But if you can't come to Orlando, I'm telling you, the online program is going to be available everywhere on the fucking planet. And our prices are super cheap. So uh, I'll get the website up pretty soon. And uh, everybody come watch this shit, man. These I love these movies, these filmmakers that I got. I got some some just mind melting shut shit to share with you this year. So uh, if you can't get out, listen, the, the, the online program is going to be up for like a week and a half. You got plenty of time to watch the online shit. And uh, then next year you'll be like, okay, well I should go, I should go down to Orlando. It's, it's going to be fun. Uh, and that's been another installment of what is speedy. It's good night. I'm going to cut it. Danger. Danger. Representing or let us be idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lube, you be raw, that's
that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Dames take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a ish. Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, molehill in my clutch. Make them out and now Ruby lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lang D-U-B Raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.